If you're the kind of dad who asks for a doggy bag for those seven leftover chicken fingers that your kid didn't eat because you insist he's going to have them sometime later, and then five weeks later they're in the back of the fridge, then this is the podcast for you. We are Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D, the podcast that celebrates suburban dad life and the lives of dads wherever they may be. Welcome to episode number eight of season number seven. We're calling this one Organadads. Why? Because we've got two very, very special guests. We've got Danny and David of a new organic baby foods company called Keikoa Foods. You're going to be fascinated by the story, how it started, and the challenges that they faced in getting this company off the ground. You're also going to love the story of how they're raising their nine-year-old son. That's going to be coming up in just a bit. Hey, my name is Adam D. Right now, it is my great honor and pleasure to introduce to you my good friend and podcasting partner. You are going to want to keep his name in your effing mouth. And his name is Coach Randy. Hi, Coach. Hey, Adam D. The place to be. Yes, sir. We're here. Another another week in the den. Another week. We survived. We, we survived did. the whole Chris Rock, Will Smith slap fest. But you know what? I got to tell you, it was so nice getting the news as opposed to some of the other stuff we've been getting on a regular basis. Yeah. It was entertaining. It was exciting. It was a he said, we saw said, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then there were apologies and there were resignations. It and, is really, really man. quite remarkable. It is. Uh, everybody has an opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, I was, I was noticing Chris, Chris Rock's sales have spiked. Best thing that ever happened to his career. <laughs> getting smacked. Who knew getting hit would bring money? <laughs> yeah, you want to slap me? Yeah. Uh, who knows? Maybe our downloads will, will, will double or triple. Yeah. So that was uh, that was something. What a what a what a crazy week! And of course, you have the Final Four. Yes. Uh, which yeah. is exciting. Great, great Final Four teams. We have crazy weather here in in our our neck of the woods. Typical New Jersey. It, it's right. supposed to be spring, but second yet, winter. Uh, we're sitting in the first softball game, mm-hmm. and we're wearing blankets, gloves, and hats. Yeah. April first, April right. 1st. Not an April Fool's joke. That's was, the weather. It was legit weather, so it's been a good week. It's been a good week, but I know uh, we need to identify someone who's been a part of our show, was a guest, and is also a sponsor. Yeah, and of course that's uh, Bobby Epstein, who is a divorce attorney with the firm of Ziegler, Resnick, and Epstein. And you can find out more about Ziegler, Resnick, and Epstein at ZRE Law on Instagram and ZRELaw.com on the interwebs, <clears throat> as they say. And th- this is an amazing firm. You know, you don't want to leave your divorce defense and your divorce proceedings to any old schlocky, run-of-the-mill firm. You want a firm that has experience. You want a firm that is going to customize and be responsive to your needs, you know, customize your case. And that, of course, is Ziegler, Resnick, and Epstein combine 150-plus years of matrimonial law experience. You want to reach out directly to our good friend and uh, Season 7 guest, Bobby Epstein, you can do that with this phone number, and that's area code 973-878-4373. <clears throat> <clears throat> One more time, that's 973. Let me clear my throat. 973 878 4373. Bobby Epstein of the firm, Ziegler, Resnick, and Epstein. Don't go anywhere else for your divorce proceedings. Uh, so, Adam D., uh, a week it was. I Indeed. mean, last week we spent uh, a lot of time letting me ask you questions about the, the college search process. Uh, we had a lot of downloads. I think we're hitting record downloads. So, listener, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we're going to have a great episode. I had one of these moments. Uh, this proud, be, proud Papa moment. Well, Proud Papa, yeah, definitely a Proud Papa moment. It's been a very <clears throat> interesting, uh, when you have four kids. Ah, yes. You yeah. know, so there's a lot of balls in the air as you juggle. Sure. Uh, my oldest daughter moved into a new apartment, you know, uh, Jess moved into a new apartment yesterday. In Denver, right? Uh, in Denver, mm-hmm. which is, uh, you know, it's nice she's moving into a new place, and they had to leave a place and move into a place all at the same time. Uh, Johnny, who we love. Yeah. Uh, goes out and plays basketball uh, on this was thirty first date. She moved in, played basketball at night. Tears his Achilles. Oh, I knew something like <laughs> right? that was coming. Yep. I was hoping you wouldn't say it. Yeah, tears his Achilles. Oh no. Uh, so they're in the ER. He needs surgery. Oh. Uh, so shout out to him. The, the, the sad part is uh, they're supposed to leave for Israel 
in a week oh. to go out for a wedding. Uh, and she's real excited to take Johnny. And so I feel really badly because she doesn't know if she should go, not go because of surgery. So my heart goes out to her. So that's my oldest. Mm-hmm. Alex is working. He is adulting now. Yeah. And when you adult, you work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't leave much for everything else. He's in the mortgage fi- refinance thing. And so he's working really hard. Uh, Brianna is playing more softball than she's ever played. Mm-hmm. And loving it. But she loves it, but it's a lot. Yeah. Uh, and so she's tired. But the, the aha moment uh, comes from Michaela, mm-hmm. right? And you know as this a This is parent, what you call your moldest, your middle oldest. My middle oldest. My right. middle oldest, Michaela. Your oldest uh, with your second. Correct. Uh, and and she, your favorite wife. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. My best wife. Right. <laughs> and so, there, and as a parent, I think you would agree, we just want our kids to feel safe and feel happy and feel good. And when they're struggling or having a hard time, it breaks your heart, especially if there's nothing you can do. Mm-hmm. And we know as parents, at least I do, that there are times in our kids' life where we have to let them struggle. And as hard as it is, we want to make it better, where we think we need to get involved, at least I know when we talk about it, you got to let them struggle mm-hmm. because they're not going to grow from it. Uh, and it happened this week uh, around softball, of course. And uh, we wanted to make sure she was okay. She's a varsity player. Yeah. And so she's trying to figure out where her, where she's in the lineup. And sometimes uh, communication is not that great. And um, she was able to communicate the fact that said, Dad, I'm okay. Whatever happens, happens. It's not in my control. Um, I'll deal with it. I'm not happy. I'm not satisfied. Mm-hmm. But really, I'm okay. Yeah. And, I'm, and the, the idea is where she was supposed to play. And she gets frustrated because you just want to know where you're supposed to play. communicate. Uh, and uh, where you're supposed to play as in varsity or JV? Varsity right? JV, okay. and a lot of times it's last minute changes, and it's not <clears> throat> really throat> fair. A, it's not fair as parents because yeah. we have to change our schedule. Sure. Uh, but we're tr- trying to do our best not to put our issues on her because our job to tr- you know to transport them. Uh, and so um, this week she was supposed to she was assigned to JV situation. She was fine with it. Um, I was upset because you know, like really, you're kidding mm. me, varsity. Uh, and she came across and said, I, I, this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm part of the team. I'll, I'll be fine. And I realized, are you sure you're okay? He goes, Dad, I swear. So as long as my kid's okay, it's fine. Well, as fate has it, right, as fate would have it, uh, the JV game is canceled. Uh-huh. Right, because of poor field conditions. Hmm. Uh, she's asked to stay varsity. She's put in the batting lineup. And probably have, and I hope it's not a career game, because she's just beginning her career, uh-huh. but literally has a career game. Uh, three at bat, she gets on base all three times. She has one walk, two hits, scores three runs, awesome. RBI, um, just uh, stole two bases. Mm-hmm. Um, and for her, what was really great to hear is the greatest part of her experience was she got a helmet slap and a high five, right? That's and that's all that she's deposit wanted, in the bank, right? right? Right. That's currency. And so, out of everything that happened for her. Yeah. The the helmet slap, the the high five, the the back the back slap, was more validating. So it goes back to what I was talking to you weeks before mm. that how important it is when it comes to how we do things. Yeah. And she's gonna be okay. And my moment was, we have helped her. My wife and I have put her in a place to where we're starting to see the fruits yeah. uh, of the gardening, uh, and she's gonna be okay. And I'm so proud of her. Uh, and that was my aha moment. Say. She's going to be fine, no matter what happens, she's going to be okay. It's it's an amazing point because we have so many listeners who have kids who play sports. And really what goes on with them, it it doesn't just go on with them. This Mm -hmm. is not like, you know, uh, Little League. Mm -hmm. It's not even travel Mm -hmm. where, you know, you let the kid play sports Mm -hmm. as they were growing up and then you let them go. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so much more investment Mm -hmm. in time, in emotion, in dollars. Yeah. In getting these kids prepared to play their best in their mm-hmm. sport, like yeah. I know you, yeah. you uh, invest in uh, coaching lessons. Mm-hmm. Not you, but there's another coach oh, yeah. that yeah, works with Michael and Bree yes. on becoming a better softball player. Yeah. <clears throat> so you want to see the return on that, mm-hmm. right? Not not because oh, how much am I spending? You want to see no, just them as better people and confidence. better people. Yeah. You want to see them mm-hmm. produce yeah. because they work so hard, yeah. and you yeah. work so hard to support them. Yeah. So when you have a day like you had yesterday, so it was, and we know it can change. You know, there's a yeah. game today that changed, but to know the thing is, you got to feel the feels, right? Mm-hmm. So, in order for her to appreciate what happened yesterday, she had to go through 
the frustrations and the anxiety and the mm -hmm. stress to make yesterday that much more meaningful. All works out in the right? end. So right. So it's the ideas you have to let your kids to the ebb and flow. Yeah. Uh, and I'm I'm no longer you know I was upset and uptight and my wife's like you know are you gonna go you know Randy on me and I'm like no 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 <laughs> because and this is the truthfully that's all it is. Is I there can't. a restraining order for you at games? Like are you allowed no, to no, be no. in no, the bleachers no, yeah, with no. the other parents? The, the truth is at those games I'm the kind of parent I, I find a place uh -huh. I sit by myself I don't engage in the the mm -hmm. chirping. Um, if I get a chance to get up and take some pictures, I just sit and watch the game. Yeah. Jess will sit next to me. Bree will sit with me. I'm not there to engage necessarily with the other parents. I'm just there to watch my kid. And of course, the first thing I say when she's done, I love watching you play. Yeah, that's uh, what every that, you you always guide other parents. You know, and that's, that's what they and should that's say. That's honestly what I believe, and so that's what yeah. I do. I didn't know that when I was coaching. You know, mm -hmm. no, Alex. I wish I did. Would have changed these dramatically. But it was just one of these moments as a parent. You realize. She's actually, and actually, it's not just her, all my kids. Yeah. Jess is going to be okay. Yes. Johnny, you know, this. He'll get fixed. They're going to get fixed, mm -hmm. and they'll figure out, maybe they go to Israel, maybe they don't. Alex uh, is turning into an incredible adult. He's working hard. He's doing it. He's yeah. going to be okay. You know, M Michaela, this is what's supposed to happen. You're supposed to learn how to struggle. She's going to be okay, you know. Yeah. So, Bree, it's, it's that moment that AHA said... You can step back and say they need to have these things. It was real exciting. And, and we also need to put things in perspective. Yeah. I know we have a lot of listeners yeah. of their military parents. Yeah. We're putting our kids into softball games and on um, golf courses. Mm -hmm. and well, yeah, you see it as a testing daddy caddy. Yeah, but we're not sending them off to war. Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, so, you know, I I always like take a step back and think about these military parents. Okay, mm -hmm. my daughter's on the foul line in a in a basketball game. Yeah. There's ten seconds left. She could win the game or tie it. Mm -hmm. But I also think, all right, she's not going into Fallujah yeah. <laughs> with a machine gun. Yeah. So she's playing a game she loves and she's being pressure yeah. tested. But this is not going to be the end of the world. Yeah. So we do have to put in perspective. And uh, I'm very very proud of Michaela. Yeah. Uh, you no, know I got it root for her vicariously yeah. through you, and I'm glad that she had that moment, and I hope yeah. that she parlays that in a something else. Um, you know, uh, as far as my week goes, yes. Uh, the golf tournament season begins in earnest tomorrow, tomorrow. in Pennsylvania, so I will be caddying. Of course, it's going to rain. <laughs> um, uh, my poor son, <clears throat> he can't seem to play in a tournament where it doesn't rain. Yeah. Uh, I think he's had one, and that tournament went the other way where it was 105 degrees in the shade <laughs> but uh you know maybe this will be a, a you know his thing maybe yeah. he'll be the the rainy day golfer yeah. where he just knows how to play in yeah. horrible conditions didn't see much of my daughter this week and for the right reason so she's taking the act as we speak oh she's there again yeah, yeah okay so she was uh locked behind closed doors studying throughout yeah. the week and uh, I, I give her a lot of a lot of credit for being so focused she uh -huh. wants to improve her score and get it right. And I think a lot, like a lot of high school juniors do. Mm -hmm. And then on a personal level, you know, it was my, my birthday in yes. early March. Yes, correct. <clears throat> and, you know, to kind of pick up on a bit you did uh -huh. last year about do adults really need gifts yeah, yeah. for their birthday? Yeah. So I don't, uh -huh. but I got some interesting gifts. One gift was a book written by the person who gave it to me, <laughs> <laughs> which is what? like saying, happy birthday, Here's some more of me. Here's some more of me. In case you didn't have enough of me, here's more of me. So when I'm not around, here you can you can listen and read my deepest darkest thoughts. That was a very meaningful gift. That's a lot For of the person giving it to you. Absolutely, it's a lot of thought. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of thought into giving it's that. Not self-serving whatsoever. No, of and of course. course, it was signed "Happy Birthday." Absolutely. Author, author. So now you can't even you can't put it on Amazon and get any money for it because now it has a. It's it's got to stay on my bookshelf. <laughs> but the other gift I got was uh, from my my wonderful wife Michelle. She knows I love comedy. I yeah. do comedy myself, uh -huh. and we went to see Tom Segura. Oh, he's so funny. Who is a hilarious comedian? You could probably catch his stuff on Netflix. He's yes. also a fellow podcaster. Yeah. He does a podcast with his best friend. Yeah. And it was a show at the Hulu Theater at Madison Square Garden, yeah. which is their, their theater that's like yeah. adjacent to the big yeah. arena, yeah. where it just so happens the NIT championship was going on. So a couple things about that experience. Number one, um, let's call it the cosmos, let's call it the universe putting like-minded people together. Yeah. The guy sitting next to me was this Irish guy from Ireland named Frank, who happens to live in a nearby town called Short Hills. What was his last name? O'Reilly? <laughs> I, I don't know. We didn't get that far, but yeah. I want this guy to be on bad to the dad. And okay. I gave him my card. I okay. said, we'd love to have you on as a yeah. guest. Yeah. Um, he, he was doing shtick. We hit it off. Mm -hmm. um, we were sort of, you know, making fun of you know, people watching. Yeah. And, uh, just having a really good time. But I, I knew he was a kindred spirit because 
you know, the guy sitting in front of me had to be like 6'3", and mm-hmm. it was a, a just a giant head. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I got to keep moving back and forth. And he's like, well, you know, it's like like Fletch, 6'3", but with the afro, 6'10". <laughs> okay. I'm like, oh! Oh! <laughs> yes. I found my brother from another mother. Yeah, oh, this is so great. So, the so we lighting. hit it off, yeah. and we started like doing, yeah. doing shtick and, yeah. and making fun of everything that was in yeah. front of us. But... Here, here was the kicker. I don't know why, but every time I go to a show like this, mm-hmm. I'm always sitting in front of the person mm-hmm. who has to commentate loudly. Oh, gosh. So I was sitting in front of this woman mm-hmm. who, after every Tom Segura bit, was reciting the last four words of every punchline. She's like, <laughs> oh, my God, he said he's got a gun in a box. Oh, my God, his mom just took five gummies. Oh, my God, this person pooped his pants. I don't know what he said. I know what he said. <laughs> It gets really annoying. Yes. And then she's like, she, apparently she's heard Tom oh, do his routine so before. She's, she's, she's anticipating yeah. what's coming. So Tom apparently... Hears it? Does he hear it? No, because we're so far in the back, oh, he's not yeah, going to hear anything yeah. where we're sitting. Yeah. But apparently he tore his platella yeah. and broke his arm in an NBA dunk contest event. Oh, so when he starts teeing it up, he's yeah. like, you know, I tore my patella and broke my arm. And she's like, I know this story. I know this story. I know what's going to happen. So could you let us listen to Tom? All right. I didn't buy tickets to hear Wanda yeah. from Jersey City give me Tom Segura's routine. Yeah. So afterwards, Frank and I are breaking down the show. I'm like, uh, we're so fortunate to have somebody repeating the last four words of every Double Tom your Segura money. punchline. Double your money. Yeah. So that, that was really Double something. Double your return. That was really something I didn't need. Yeah. So. Does, he have, does he have an Irish accent? He does have an Irish accent. Uh, he's totally understandable. But he was very, very cool to That's sit next nice. to. And you know what? I appreciate him, uh, you know, double fisting two Stella Artois. Well, you can't wait. You can't and go wrong with that. these aren't the small, du- you know, these aren't these are like the big 12- bad boys. These are like the mortar shells. Yeah, absolutely. And um, you know, these these are the bladder busters. Yeah. But you know, he he could he could hold his beer. So. All right, That's that was my week. Nice. What a great what a great gift. Uh, what a good week. Um, and we got quite quite the guests today. Yeah, we're gonna learn about Danny and David certainly of Kikoa Foods. But you know, for those of you who are thinking about starting your own business, mm-hmm. especially a business where there's a product to be made, mm-hmm. packaging distribution, money that has to be raised. Man, it mm-hmm. is, uh, it, it's a haul. Yeah. It's a haul. And to do it during the gotta, pandemic when you're raising a kid. you do it and believe in it and say no matter what, you got to go all in. You have to go all in. We've got Danny and David of Kikoa Foods coming up on Bad to the Dad. Bad to the Dad would now like to thank one of our sponsors. Running your own business is hard. You have customers you need to keep happy. Revenue streams that need to keep flowing. And... You've got competition. When running a business of any size, it's important to have an image that stands out. Nobody understands that better than Berman Branding. Need a website from scratch or a website reboot? Berman Branding. Looking for a marketing plan for a new product or service? You gotta go Berman Branding. How about a new logo? Becky Berman and her talented team design Bad to the Dad's Bone Daddy logo featured on our social media accounts and our website. You'll even get marketing research and insights from Berman Branding to help you build the best awareness strategy. Even Coach Randy is a client. Berman Branding. Visit them at Berman Branding on social media or bermanbranding.com. We are Bad to the Dead with Coach Randy and Adam D. You love social media. We know you love social media because we've got so many more likes week to week. We're on social media, and you can find us with the handle at Bad to the Dad. That's on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can even connect with us on our individual LinkedIn pages, Adam D. Chandler, and of course, Randy Nathan. We've got a good old-fashioned website. I know it's so 2002, but we still run with it, and it's badtothedad.com. Badtothedad.com. You can find out more information about your hosts, about the guests that are going to be coming up on upcoming episodes. You can even download the episode if, for some reason, you can't get it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Don't know why that would be, but another option is the Bad to the Dad 
www.thecoachmentor.com uh, website. And if you want to reach out and touch a host, especially a coach, coach likes when you reach out and touch him. Um, I have to think about it. You know, it's all about the sender. It's you know, I'm not just you know one of these open, open contact kind of people. But you know, I'll consider every email and contact us at badtothedad.com is that email. If you have a question for your guests, for the hosts, if you have a show idea or guest idea, contact us at badtothedad.com is the email that you want to go with. Coach, we've got. Two outstanding guests. We usually don't have two guests in the den, but we've got two guests we've, today. We've done it before, mm-hmm. but not for this season. And no one's gotten... Usually we have our stunt doubles host yes, the show. absolutely. When there's two guests. Yeah, this because way... Because the extra degree of difficulty. Uh, and the, the backflips. Yeah. And uh, no black, there's no backflipping today. Back no, no. Flipping. No. Today. But we do have two amazing dads. we got Danny and David. Yes, Danny and David. From Kekoa Foods. Do you, do you call it D&D like Dungeons and Dragons? Sometimes, yeah. yeah. Or like Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> or Dunkin' Donuts, Dunkin Donuts. yeah. 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 Uh, America runs on cake. Oh, I guess you can't use that because yeah. I'm sorry. That would be yeah. copyright infringement. But, no, but we're very excited. we got yeah. two dads in here. Neighbors. We yes. have got Your yes. neighbors. Yes, my neighbors. Yeah. That through the benefit of the pandemic, right? Because there were some good things that came out of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. We had a chance to, to meet our neighbors. We, mm-hmm. we did block parties. We did different things. So uh, we live in a great part of uh, West Orange. And... Danny and David, thank you so much for being here. We're going to ask you lots of questions. We're going to put you in the hot seat today. Sounds right? good. So yeah. it's going to get hot, but we're going to learn a lot but, about but you. the seat that business. they're sitting in reclines, so yes. I think there's a lever. If it gets too hot, and you're, you're going to make me relax. Absolutely. Like, That's right. Or I'll just eject myself. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here. Yeah. That, that'd be the best way to go. Yeah. Yeah. So you have you have started a new organic baby food company called Keikoa Foods, mm-hmm. but you don't have a baby at home. You have a nine-year-old son. Yep. So why start a baby food company at all? Well, um, just like a baby, it takes a while to gestate. (laughs) (laughs) So we've been working on the business uh, for actually many years. um, And it's based off of uh, our son, um, Paul, and his middle name is Keikoa. He was born in Hawaii, and he was born eight weeks early, um, spent about three weeks in NICU. And then when we got him home... Uh, and then he was ready for solid foods. At the time, um, the market wasn't really, I wasn't happy with what was out there. You know, and like Gerber's, the jar stuff. And no, the- and baby food is pretty gross in general, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. If yeah. you mention baby food, people make a face. Yeah. Right? yeah. Like, especially because if you told them to taste it. Well, yeah. that's the whole right. point. You're yeah. supposed to eat it first and, yeah. and you, you eat it like, I don't know how I'm going to have my kid eat this stuff, so. Yeah, yeah and I, I did the same thing. I went to the store, I bought some, and I thought this is not... What I would eat, so why am I going to give it well, to my child? Your child, yeah, that makes sense. And so I made his baby food from scratch. Mm-hmm. But we both love to eat. We both love really delicious food, flavorful food, and so oh, did kale. Yeah, kale, kale. There it is. Kale is the hot food. Yeah, I don't know. Right. Something it, was, is. it was quinoa at one time. Now it's, now kale. it's kale. Yeah, it's just, but it gets stuck in your teeth. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, except for ours. Ours yeah. doesn't. You know, it's pureed. Oh, that was my problem. You puree my food. There you go. So, did, are, were you were you into cooking prior? Is that what you did for yeah. a living? No, we didn't do that for a living, but we both love to cook. We both love to eat. Um, did a lot of research on mm-hmm. herbs and spices and what I could include into the recipes. Mm-hmm. So, made all of his own food and so um, posted on to social media and our friends were <laughs> Their response was, wow, your son's eating better than I am and he's yeah. not even a year old. <laughs> and I would eat what you're making. And so we're like, huh, that's a good idea. Yeah. And then, I mean, we started reading the labels of things we were buying. <clears throat> so when we see things that have, like, paragraphs of, of mm-hmm. ingredients mm-hmm. and, like, you know, six, seven, eight-syllable words that we don't mm-hmm. recognize what it is, we're like, okay, we're not buying that anymore. Pure, the, I was going to say, the periodic mm-hmm. table has been very, very busy in the baby food industry. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, all food. In, all food. Know, in, yeah. yeah. If you look at anything, you just Anything with an X in it, I think you got to stay away from. X's and Z's. When you yeah. have X's and Z's in words... That are in the ingredients list mm-hmm. in food, uh, probably best to. Unless it's maybe else. like zucchini, but you know. Ah, but, oh, no, you've got <laughs> me. You <laughs> got me. But you got me. now you know what that is. It's though. sharp. Yummy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. If you can identify what it is, and you just kind of. So Kiko was born out of, out of something like you realized. All right, I have a kid. Mm-hmm. If I'm not happy with food with my kid, there's got to mm-hmm. be other people. Yeah. Yeah, we also wanted to do it so that you know he had. Uh, different flavors that he was tasting at a young age because when you are at that age your palate is being exposed to either something that's delicious or not and Mm -hmm. if it's not being exposed and being expanded 
then you know when you're two three four years old you're too late um for getting a lot of different types of food or different flavors of food so that and it's not to say that like oh he ate broccoli when he was six months old he will love broccoli for the rest of his life it's more will he be able to try something and be willing to try because he already has flavors um that well, he's used that to kids can be very, i have one upstairs that for the longest time, mm-hmm. just ate like three things. Mm-hmm. Is chicken oh. fingers, one of them. Chicken fingers is, is it awesome. still one of them? Chicken fingers, mac and cheese, and pasta. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. biggest regret is I didn't get into the chicken finger business. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is what they've done. Always be popular. Now, yeah. Mm-hmm. When you were growing up, did you always say I want to be an entrepreneur? And I mean, how did you? Was this like? I did not. You did uh, not. Yeah, mm-hmm. my my parents were like, "Why would you want to own your own business? You mm-hmm. never get time off. Uh-huh. You know, find a secure job, which I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked in. Uh, I worked for CUNY, mm-hmm. um, and then what did, you do at, what did you do at CUNY? So um, I designed academic programs. So I helped students either to sort of get catch up skills or to work towards their postgraduate goals. Okay. Um, oh, so wow. I, I brought a lot of technology into what mm-hmm. they were doing, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, you know, as David was saying. Um, he was making all the recipes and posting it on mm-hmm. social media and people loved it. So we started a Kickstarter, um, and Kickstarter is a campaign to help get money to get funding, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like, I have this idea and you know, do people actually think this is worthwhile? So mm-hmm. we set a goal of $25,000, mm-hmm. um, and we successfully funded it. Um, it was like working two jobs yeah, at once sure. because now we had to like get all this, you know, momentum going there. That was in 2018. Yeah. So that success, that was for me, like, this is something we need to do because Mm -hmm. people really love the idea. They love that we were incorporating herbs and spices into Mm -hmm. baby food and not just selling bland, Mm -hmm. you know, purees of of like single ingredient things. And had more vegetables in there. It was vegetable heavy, not fruit heavy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Veggie forward. Um, so then, uh, yeah, so, so January of 2020, I'm like, I should leave my secure job. <laughs> this is going to be it. it. Yeah. Like this 2020, I just feel like it's, it's gonna be wonderful the is going to happen. It's going to be the year. Show, huh? yeah. We so, got a new election coming up. It's all going to be really good stuff. Yep. Yeah. So I had administrative <laughs> tenure, like they, you know, they couldn't get rid of me and I'm like, I'm just going to walk away. <laughs> um, and let's start our business. And then of course the pandemic happened and it was just silence. Wow. No one returning calls. Um, the production that we were ready to start, just nothing was happening. Uh, yeah, and I, I was spinning mentally. I was like, I can't believe. Were you thinking about going is... back? Um, I kind of couldn't. I mean, you know, once you lose tenure, yeah, tenure. Yeah. Yeah. it's sort of like you jump, you know, from the plane with your parachute and like. Oh, but it's wait. almost like going back and pleading. Um, you know, can I do something mm-hmm. here? I know yeah. I left, but can right. I? You, can you, you lose your here? tenure, so you're well. You know, you do something. And I think also too, like know. you know, like so many other places, right? They were just they had no funding and yeah. so like yeah. there were hiring freezes so to like actually bring somebody on was not really an option yeah. and I think too like we were just sort of like you know focused on the fact that like we're all in we have to do this we mm-hmm. can't you know we can't give up at this point no 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 plan b yeah correct yeah it was it was like okay well all of the vendors and everyone that we had lined up aren't talking to us because they're trying to you know keep things going for themselves and their larger clients and we're not a large client, so we're not going to give them a lot of revenue. And, and I said, and it was, and you know, the summer of 2020, and I said, Danny, you know, when I was doing research on co-packers, um, there was a, a one out in California. Why don't we give them a call and see if we can do anything? And so we gave them a call and they said, yeah, let's, let's do this. Yeah. And I- so then that was like the first thing that we were able to kind of redo um from what we had everything set up and we just kind of moved everything out to um out to the west coast and redid all of our vendors our um suppliers everything and just moved the entire production out to the Mm. the west coast um which you know in hindsight turned out to be a really great um problem because i think the people that we would have worked with um they were clearly not great partners and that we were able to redo the entire business from the ground up and find good partners out west, which has proven to be uh, successful. So, so this is interesting. Um, so what, what I know about companies, especially entrepreneurships that are developing a product, you mentioned your first Kickstarter round was 25000 I can imagine 25000 only gets you so far. You know, you have the production, distribution, marketing, packaging, far. supply chain, the, the whole thing. Yeah. So... What, what did the 25000 get you, and once you got started, did you, I don't know, did you get enough capital? Did you get enough profit where you're able to, you know, keep, keep things going? So the, the 25000 I mean, I think, I think it was really, it was the motivation. Yeah. So cool. we built a community of supporters, 
um, who were excited about what we were doing, wanted us to succeed. Um, and then we needed a lot more capital to actually make the first production run happen. Yeah. And, and one of the reasons why we didn't go with that co-packer originally, and we chose someone on the East Coast, was the minimums, right? So the mm -hmm. minimums for this California co-packer were significantly higher than the one we found here on the East Coast. <coughs> so we, we took money from retirement <laughs> funding because uh, okay. we are like, we're going to make this work. And, you know, part of the Kickstarter, um, we... We realized that people would support us, but didn't want baby food. You know, mm -hmm. they're like, I, have, I don't have small children, so mm -hmm. what am I going to do? So I reached out to a West Orange uh, colleague, uh, Janice Johnson Dias, who worked with me at CUNY, um, and she does a lot of grassroots work. Her, mm -hmm. her foundation is called Grassroots Community Foundation. Mm -hmm. And um, she was saying that the New York YMCA has a residence hall with families and lots of infants, so she connected us to them. And basically, we told the Y, we're like, you know, we're doing this. Uh, Kickstarter, we have people who will buy food. Can we, do, you know, donate it to you? And they're like, what do we have to do? Like, you have to receive the food. Yeah. <laughs> like, give it out to people. Yeah. Yeah, okay, like, what, what's the yeah. catch? Yeah, yeah. They're like anything else? Like, well, maybe we'll mention that, you know, we're working together. They're like, okay. Yeah. So, uh, so actually last Saturday, we, this was a, a wonderful um, moment for us was that we finally were able to deliver the food to the Y because mm -hmm. we did the production in December. And so we set up last Saturday and Janice was there. And we did a panel talking about, you know, the importance wow. of nutrition and, mm -hmm. you know, why it's good to read labels and, um, you know, kind of understand what's in the food that you're eating as well as the food that your children are eating. Um, and so it was about $10,000 worth of the food got delivered. Um, so I think the Kickstarter really, I think it was... Um, it was the motivation, you know, and it was validation the, too. Yeah, yeah. The, more this, more about the community. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That your 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 product had legs, right? Yeah, right. And, you know, people were resonating with this. Right. Yeah. Good. So we we went all in, and yeah, mm -hmm. we're really glad we did. And we're, we're the co-packer in California, like they were willing to answer our questions. You know, we're yeah. new to this uh, education, entertainment, entertainment. Uh -huh. Yeah, like we're not <laughs> entertainment. Yeah. Well, you, you're the entertainment guy, right? So you know, we have a connection. Uh, I went to school with Dima Hanna, yep. who you used to work with at Nickelodeon. And right. by the way, regards from Dima, and you saw that on. I saw uh, the Instagram posting. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Dima's uh, uh, fantastic. Outstanding. Yeah. Hard, hard worker. Oh, yeah. Uh, very serious about, about TV. But, you know, that's that's Dima. We'll talk about Dima <laughs> in another episode. So you were in a, uh, you know, in a very fun industry. Mm -hmm. And were you at Nickelodeon or were you in television just before you started this endeavor? Uh, yeah, well, you know, I went to undergrad and part of my degree was, I guess you could say, entertainment-esque. Um uh -huh. And so, but yeah, guys. So that's what we say about our businesses, right? You know, we're, yeah. we're an adult, I'm an adult education, you're a young adult well, education. Yeah, but I call myself an edutainer. Edutainer. An edutainer. 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 But you're in true. I educate. <laughs> I'm also a college professor, so, so I have to, I, you have to entertain, but you have to educate, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I'm, I'm really on the sexy attention. side of entertainment, yeah. where it's just sitting at a desk behind a computer and being administrative. <laughs> um, someone's got to do it, though. Someone's got to do it. But yeah, no, I've been uh, been at the company for 17 years. Mm -hmm. um, He's still there. Still yeah, there. Oh, you are. Okay. Yeah. So um, Nickelodeon, and then um, my position evolved to um, working for Viacom. So mm -hmm. working with all the different networks mm -hmm. within the the company. This and is like MTV, MTV, and, and, and yeah. Central, and Nickelodeon, and, yeah. and then they merged with CBS, and now they're Paramount. So, yeah. Uh, they mm -hmm. just recently changed the name. Yeah. So very nice. Well, you, uh, don't, you don't want to leave that. Not yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I think there'll become a, a, a time where, you know, we clearly are starting a business and we mm -hmm. both want to run the business and, and do it together. And, you know, Danny's running it full time right now and yeah. I have my so job full time. are you like the, uh, the CEO? Uh, well, officially, his title is CEO. <laughs> uh, I'm, yeah. I'm president. So you're like the CEO president. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of doing it day, every day, mm -hmm. um, all the... All the everything. <laughs> he's, he's he's it right now, yeah. and except for nights and weekends that yeah. where I can jump in. Yeah, talking to ingredient suppliers, mm -hmm. uh, reaching out, um, you know, looking into different kinds of programs. During COVID, there was some grant relief for mm -hmm. small businesses. Mm, yes, right. So, so actually, we were kind of in this terrible window because they wanted your 2019 tax yes. and oh, revenue, yeah. so we had nothing to show. Mm -hmm. But we, we were able to get a little bit of help. And then, they, and then they changed some of the rules, thank goodness, afterwards mm -hmm. that you didn't have to necessarily show. You could... I was able to get PPP, which was a lifesaver mm -hmm. um, as a small business. So mm -hmm. uh, makes complete sense. You're allowed to focus. You had your job at Nickelodeon. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, real quick, I just you talked about this the, this place in New York City. I know a lot of young companies often, in addition to their, their we call them social entrepreneurs. You're mm -hmm. not just building a business, but you find some element in the community that can be beneficial, maybe through donations like mm -hmm. Pompas and Socks. Do you see that as part of your platform that as you as you create more baby food that you're going to 
you buy one pack of baby food, we'll be able mm -hmm. to homeless kids, whatever it might be. Is that part of your... your 100%. Your, your, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we... Um, uh, having this partnership with the Y was just a wonderful um, experience. Mm -hmm. And we want to continue this and, and figure out ways to expand it, not just with the YMCA mm -hmm. uh, of Newark, but other places around locally. And then eventually get some sort of buy one give one yeah. um, component. Um, it's a very smart business move. I think people, because I think people buy into it not just for the product, but they're also doing some good. Well, we feel that it's important. Uh, you know, our our product is, um, you know, it's it's not, it's it's a, a premium. Yeah. Um, but we want to be able to make sure that people that can pay for the premium, but people that can't pay for it, yeah. everyone gets to. Yeah, it's an issue. Yeah, it is. It's a business because you, you want to make money, but simultaneously, uh, given the, the um, what we know about you, it's important to, to give back and help mm -hmm. people. We found out during the pandemic how many people are really affected by food insecurities. Right. Uh, yeah. I was amazed here in West Orange that uh, we had individuals, I never, it never occurred to me, you know, Dade County had 600,000 kids going to school. Yeah, down in Florida. Right, down yeah. in Florida, yeah. just to get two meals a day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So right. if you're looking for places that to help, the school systems mm -hmm. certainly have kids coming to school, the younger kids. Uh, so I think that's a, a great thing that you're doing and to be able to find that niche. And, and the food will yeah. be, you know, no easier to carry. It's mm -hmm. got that great... What do you call that pouch? I, I know my, my, my kid, when he was younger, he ate applesauce mm -hmm. out of these pouches with that little propeller twisty twist thing in the top, yeah. the twist top. Yeah. Is there like a special name for that? Pouch. Pouch. <laughs> it's a pouch. Yeah. So well, some guy made billions of dollars yeah. designing this pouch, and it was just called a pouch. It's called yeah. a pouch. Yeah. 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 Usually yeah, it's, it's simple. so portable. Simple is the usually the, the correct answer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now, we're going to post some pictures online. Oh, yeah. I got a ton of social uh, media. I also want to post the work that you're doing at the Newark YMCA, because it looks like there's a great following mm -hmm. happening there, and, and maybe others will follow suit, and we can help you expand that presence, which, uh, again, we think is really important. I got, I got to ask you, are you guys having fun doing this? <laughs> I know, you know, doing a, a startup business, especially one where there's there's so much, so much involved in the supply chain. It can be exhausting. But are you enjoying this adventure? Yeah, I, I think the thing that I, I like most is when I get to talk to other people. Mm -hmm. Like it's been a little bit isolating, you know, working from home, not commuting, the pandemic, kind of, you know, being a part of all of like the whole start of the company. Um, but you know, when I can get on the phone with somebody and just start chatting with them, and yeah. I think that's really exciting. And we went out to California for the production run in December met the whole team um, at the co-packing facility and that was really wonderful. Um, so I think, yeah, the more I interact with people, I, I think, you know, I, I get an idea, but it's really when I'm chatting with others that it starts to evolve into what mm. it's gonna actually be. Yeah, yeah no, I, you know, with, with anything, you have your ebbs and flows and mm -hmm. some days are amazing and some days you're like, why am I doing this? <laughs> um, but all in all, it's, it's fun, it's really, um, it's been a great challenge because, you know, coming not from a food industry background, mm -hmm. you're learning and you're educating yourself along the way. And so it's, um, I always love a good challenge like that. And so, but also coming up with different ideas and, and different products that we, you know, we want to launch in the future. Mm -hmm. um, that's a lot of fun as, as well, just to come up with new um, recipes. Yeah. And, and then people usually ask, since we're married, right? Like, are you sure you want to work together? <laughs> um, and I think I think what's really good is like we're, we have very different talents. Mm -hmm. um, and also the things that are important to David, I kind of don't care about. Well, so then what is that like? Because you can't fire, you know. You're not supposed to hire somebody. You can't, you can't fire your spouse. And, and we have a CEO you and Make him sleep in another room, but you can't fire him. Right, we got a CEO and president. Now, who, who you know... I think, uh, I mean, really, it's, it, you know, it, it comes down to, like, the way we divide tasks. Um, mm -hmm. It's very much about what that person either enjoys doing or the other person hates that so much mm -hmm. yeah. that you got to just do that for me because mm -hmm. I just do not want to do it. Yeah. Um, and so I think that works out pretty well. Yeah. Um, we, we designed our own uh, wedding. Um, so we actually had the reception here in West Orange, and David was like, we have to have flowers. Um, he wanted he wanted to like design the whole look of it, and I was yeah. like, the design aesthetic. Yeah. I'm uh -huh. like, we need good food. We need an open bar. Yes, <laughs> we need a good band, right? Yeah, yeah. They remember, yeah. They remember, they remember the band, right? They remember the, the cocktail party. They don't remember anything else. <laughs> yeah, everybody talked about the cocktail hour. Yes, yeah. yeah. cocktail hour yeah. and, and, and the band. Yeah, like, yeah. and we have really like Danny was saying, you know. Um, for, the, for example, the, the packaging and the design and just the sensibility about the, the business and the look of it, Danny was like, I, nope, 
I don't care. Just figure it out. Yeah. And so, I love doing that. So you're the right brain. You're the left brain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so a lot of the tasks that I yeah. I will do, but I really don't like to do, Danny's like, I love yeah. that. Yeah. I want to take care of that. Yeah. Oh, like, oh, yeah. give me Excel. Yeah. Yeah. I, get, I get the shakes with the spreadsheets. Yeah. Danny <laughs> loves a good Excel spreadsheet. Yeah. I will let him do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's very easy. You can do all my talent management reports every day then. So it's called Kikoa. Mm-hmm. I understand there's a particular original reason why you call it Kakoa, mm-hmm. right? Uh, why Kakoa, and uh, what is it with the inspiration behind that name? So, um, so uh, Diane, who's our gestational carrier and family friend, mm-hmm. um, she's living in Hawaii, and she, um, you know, volunteered to be our <clears throat> surrogate. Mm-hmm. So, um, she, when she was carrying Paul, um, she ended up developing preeclampsia mm-hmm. and was oh, had to be yeah. induced mm-hmm. to deliver, and it was eight weeks. Um, before his due date so um, you know we we chose the name Paul uh, for his first name because that's after David's brother who passed away from leukemia mm-hmm. um, but then we were we, we had a middle name that we had kind of thought about and then when we got there um, Diane's uh, friends who are native Hawaiian you know we were talking with them and they were saying you know you should think about you know something to kind of represent his Hawaiian birth um, you know, and, and where he's from. And, uh, so they consulted with a few people and they gave him the middle name Keikoa, which means brave warrior. And it was for his fighting oh. spirit. <clears throat> he was supposed to be in the NICU till his due date. So about eight weeks, but he was able to get out in two and a half cause he just kept hitting every mark. Oh, wow. You know, he was able to maintain yeah. body temperature. Um, he was breathing on his own. So they were like, you know, he's really strong and, yeah. and we were able to, to bring him home sooner. And we want to talk about Paul, but you know, you said brave warrior, mm-hmm. and in so much of your branding, you say this is adventurous food, brave, mm-hmm. brave. I don't know if it's brave ingredients. I don't want bold, to, uh, yeah. bold, bold, parents, bold and brave. Adventurous yeah. kids. Yeah. Oh, so that's already woven into kind of the 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 talking points of the of the product. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, and you know, you think about the adventurous part or the bold parent part, where our product has. Curry, for example, one of uh, we have curry vegetable mango. Mm-hmm. Paul was eating curry at uh, six, seven months old, and you know it's a flavorful curry. It's not mm-hmm. spicy or, or pepper um, based, pepper free, yeah. pepper free, and um, you know that's that's a bold choice because yeah. you think about like and curry is a, a very you either love it or hate mm-hmm. it spice, and so you know you're giving your baby curry is a very bold choice, but also the child that is enjoying it is adventurous because now they're expanding their palate and getting some great food and vegetables in them. And so we want to continue that and do something that's not out there at the moment. And, and Especially in the U.S. market. Yeah. Because, right. I mean, if you look to other cultures around the world, right, like um, children are eating what the parents eat. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. you know, children are eating curry in other parts of the mm-hmm, world. Yeah. Um, they're eating food. Uh, kale. They're 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 eating these different flavors and spices and getting exposure mm-hmm. to it. Um, this idea in America that you know baby food has to be bland um, and you can't include spices, uh, but then they put sugar in it. Right, like, <laughs> right. To get the kids to like right. it. Yeah. yeah. So you know we don't use any. It's a bad sugars. habit we have here in America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. yeah I mean it, it's it's a way you know we're predisposed to love sweet. Mm-hmm. So when you taste something sweet, you're like oh I like this. Yeah. <laughs> but you know we're not necessarily prepared to enjoy all these different vegetable flavors. You have to you know. Um, serve it more, multiple times and you have to do it in different ways mm-hmm. because then your child starts to you know mm-hmm. recognize okay this is what we do we eat vegetables at dinner right. and maybe i don't like the broccoli with lemon juice on it but i i do like it when you put a little garlic mm-hmm. you know and so just kind of varying it up a That's little fantastic. bit fantastic so we do want to talk about paul and you being dads because mm-hmm. we are bad at the dad uh focus on dads do you have your favorite what is your favorite uh pouch favorite flavor favorite food that you have if you got to pick one if someone said what's your favorite what do you, what's your go-to? I think yours is the curry. Right? Mine's the curry, yeah. Um, yeah, I I love curry. I love garam masala. I love oh. all of that. It's your big Indian food. Yeah. Okay. yeah. He, I'll have he, to go out. He loves flavor, yeah. yeah the I first love... time you made guacamole. <laughs> I'm like... No, it was the first time I made guacamole for you. I thought it would be fun to test something that I've never done again. But go ahead. Yeah, so, you know, I, I'm like a... Okay, guacamole should be cilantro, lime, you know, and avocado with like maybe some tomato and, and onion. Yeah. I'm like, did you put curry in this guacamole? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, isn't it fun? I'm like, well, except that I was expecting guacamole. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, this is curry. Fusion. You're doing fusion exactly. baby food. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I really love the beet fennel kale because uh, I feel like all the flavors really come together 
it's got a little bit of basil, a little bit of cumin, and a little bit of balsamic vinegar. So it it has this savory, but also <laughs> kind of this. You know, usually I got to go down to the East Village for fusion. Now I can get it in a baby food palace. Uh, <laughs> cool. I just think to myself these these foods that I would never. I'd love to see your kitchen. It's got a. It's probably a hot mess, but so much fun. Is it a fun place to be? I, that's a very good yes, description. That's, that's, that's a fantastic description. And do you involve Paul in the yeah. production of the food, the testing? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. He's our. It's so good to get them exposed to this kind of a thing. Yeah, at yeah. an early age. He's our taste test number one. Yeah. Um, where you know, obviously, they're, the recipes are based off of what I made for him, but you have to evolve the recipes to make sure that people can, you know, consume it on a mass scale. Mm -hmm. And so, as I had to rework the recipes, um, anytime that I had a new version of it, I would have Paul taste it, mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, I think it's okay. And then he would taste it and go, nope. And well, so then good. I went back to the kitchen, and until he had and then he was like okay this is pretty good yeah i like this yeah. and then the next person was actually danny's mom mm -hmm. who lives with us mm -hmm. and then she was like yeah, yeah she's not an adventurous either she's not adventurous so you can trust her so we got these two feedback. two yeah. thing two people that are tasting it. and at that point then we open it up and then we have a whole bunch of people that then will taste test it and then kind of uh, make sure that people, you know, the general public likes it, not just you yeah. know our our family specific <laughs> family it's household. It's a fantastic idea. I love how you bring Paul in. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about Paul. What's it like being a dad? Um, and Paul and he, the, the surrogate. What was that like for you? Um, it was amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, one just to sum it up in a one word. Mm -hmm. um, I've my whole life always wanted to be a dad. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, our first date, um, Danny asked me if I wanted to have kids, and I told him what the names of our children would be. Um, Paul was one of them. Paul was Paul one of them. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but no, it was uh, an amazing experience. It's been, you know, being a parent has its, you know, its ups and downs, because you, you know, you have your good days and your bad days, mm -hmm. but all in all, it's amazing. It's a fantastic ride, and, you know, I, I, I take moments throughout you know, every so often, either, you know, throughout the day or throughout the week and just kind of stop and think about everything that goes on and how lucky I feel that we have Paul and, and that we're parents. And it's such a wonderful, amazing gift to, mm -hmm. to be able to be a parent and, and teach them a lot of the things that you love or also have them challenge you mm -hmm. oh, and God, yeah. open up your <laughs> views on things or have to explain things that you're like, oh, I didn't realize I was going to have to talk about that. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, wait. Wait till yeah. they get to middle school. We've, yeah. had, uh, we've had wonderful conversations. Um, oh, I was just going to add yeah. that, um, you know, the year Paul was born, um, so I was finishing my dissertation, and we were both working full-time in the city, um, and it was it was a rough year, because, mm. um, you know, any free time I had, I had to work on my dissertation to try to finish that up, and it took the whole year of, of Paul's first year of life. Um, and we were just stressed out. We were mm. exhausted, you know, new parents and like kind of getting into the routine of everything. And what ended up happening is that David really bonded with Paul because mm -hmm. he was the one that was spending the most time with him, like on the weekends and in the evenings. And I was always working. Um, so then the pandemic hit and, you know, I had left my other job and no one's returning phone calls. So I, we have this first grader who, mm -hmm. you know, we tried to keep off screens and now it's like, here's your Chromebook and you're yes. going to be doing school <laughs> on this device. And so, you know, I really had to work with him to like have him, yeah. you know, do his schoolwork and, and get everything going. And then, you know, I would take him out and like, we just go up to Mayapple Hill, like mm -hmm. right behind the, yeah. uh, you know, our neighborhood. Oh, yeah. And so, so I, I kind of had that bonding time um, during the pandemic. So yeah. it's, you know, that silver lining. That it um, is. I mean, for, there are times where I actually go back and say, I wouldn't mind a little, uh, Pandemic, like two weeks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, what am I going back and lock down for two weeks? Just family to, dinners. It so was people weren't coming and going, right? right? We're all in one place. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I have two older kids who who one lives in Denver, one lives in Phoenix. Uh -huh. But for us, with Michaela and Brianna, um, we had this incredible time. Mm -hmm. Dinner yeah. time was like amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, we always had dinner. We played games. It was really we watched movies. Uh, and with the life now, with things going back, it's really the kids are fatigued. They're tired. So I'm like, I wouldn't mind, you know, let's have a little uptick, you know, not that anybody die. Right. Well, uptick forces it back home because there's something to be said about the sort of the sort yeah. of linings. So, so let's talk a little bit about that. You, you don't have a lot of free time. You didn't have a lot of free time before <laughs> you started this because you were telling us about your, your dissertation. When you do have free time, what do the three of you like to do? The two of you and Paul. Outdoor activities, whatever that is. Yeah, anything outdoor, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're 
biking around the neighborhood yep. in the reservation. Mm -hmm. um, he's really getting into basketball now, um, so we've been doing that on the driveway. And mm -hmm. he's starting baseball up in the in the spring. Finished with uh, MTO. Yes, he's good. doing the yeah. double A. Yeah, good, yeah. good. So you know, we go on hikes all over mm -hmm. the place mm -hmm. because we have all the trails close to the house, mm -hmm. and so we're constantly out there. Um, walking. Yeah, we did a morning walk every day during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So before David was on Zoom all day, all for day long. Job. <laughs> yeah, we did do that. It's a smart yeah. play. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Paul too. And it was, you know, what happened with the pandemic was those like first two weeks were like, okay, Paul, you know, transition from the couch where you've eaten breakfast and watched some cartoons to the dining room table. And now you're in school yeah. and you have to be on, you know, your Chromebook for four hours mm -hmm. to do all your work. And he was like, no, <laughs> no, like this is the dining room table. The TV's over there. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. dad's going to try to do some phone calls for work. Like, of course that's not happening. Yeah. So, you know, we're like, let's, we need the routine. We need mm -hmm. to like get out of the house, like mm -hmm. the way we used to walk into the bus. Like, mm -hmm. let's just go for a walk, take the dog. Mm -hmm. And so that really helped. Mm -hmm. um, and because then he came home and he was like, okay, now school starts. That's a routine. So. And he could kind of get into it. Now, basketball and baseball, did you play basketball and baseball? Actually, we met through softball. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, we played in the New York, it's uh, the Big Apple Softball League. So uh -huh. It's the only LGBTQ league. And uh, I was actually the manager of a team. <laughs> so was it was the high arc, uh, fast pitch, slow pitch, slow, slow pitch, pitch? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very and nice. So it, it was for fun. It wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. But it, I mean, it was cool to like get out. Well, and you were competing. It was, yeah. I still wanted to win. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But we enjoyed the. But we also enjoyed the social time the after. Social yeah. 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 Nothing like going to the bar afterwards. Correct. Right? Yeah. Did, yeah. You play, did you play sports growing up? Yeah, I did um, wrestling and track and baseball. Mm -hmm. um, so I was a pretty athletic kid mm -hmm. all yeah. the time and mm -hmm. just a, always moving. And you <laughs> I was a swimmer and a diver. All right, so sports oh, yeah. is, you know, so they have a great swim program over at the, the JCC if you're interested. Yeah. Okay. Actually, I didn't know that. Um, they have a pool and everything. So they have a good swim program. Yeah, they have two pools. Right? Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, you'll find me there with my... Uh, my speedo goggles and uh, nice. my uh, muffin top uh, love handles. Uh, usually, it's it's lane one because I try to avoid the seniors. Yeah, there's usually some very slow hippopotamus there that I have to swim around. I know that sounds rude. So did they they loop you into coach? Are you coaching? No, I'm still on Zoom all day. All right, yeah, because there's always a desire need for coaches. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I know because our softball program, we're always looking for people like please, please, please. Mm -hmm. uh, so. Uh, What's the best part? What I mean, outside of that, um, what's the most exciting part of your day with Paul? I would say uh, I don't do it very often because I'm, of course, in meetings when he gets mm -hmm. off the bus. But getting off the bus mm -hmm. is the the best because you he's getting off the bus. He runs over. He jumps on you, and it's just a big hug. Yeah. Um, and there's so much drama on the bus. Oh, <laughs> the bus is so much drama. So, but it's that, that initial like, yeah, that <laughs> initial <laughs> hug, and it's like, oh, you have no idea what <laughs> yeah. happened on the bus today. Yeah. And so it's the walk back home of hearing about all the yeah. the craziness on the on the oh, bus. Funny. I I would say that would be the my my favorite moment of the day when I'm able to do that. Yeah. And then I mean, you know, we don't do it every day, but we try to still have that dining room dinner. Mm -hmm you know, that we started during the pandemic. And so we ask about the day. And, mm -hmm. and so sometimes he'll talk the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, so uh, imagine your dinners are quite quite sophisticated and fancy, just not burgers and dogs. Um, yeah, I mean, we try to cook. We, we, we want to eat real food. So mm -hmm. uh, we don't buy things that are usually, you know, kind of prepared. Mm -hmm. um, and we make sure there's lots of vegetables and stuff. And then David's always adding some interesting ingredient that yeah. I so, was there a curry add. grilled cheese that you've... Uh... <laughs> no, but I, the other night I did do a lemon juice curry uh, cauliflower rice with artichoke hearts. Yes. Sound bad at all. Doesn't sound that bad at all. Do you go on YouTube and just find these things, or no? I go, that, that I go into the freezer or the refrigerator. So I'm like, what do we have? What are your ingredients? <laughs> this yeah. is what I get to work with because yeah. we haven't gotten oh. to the grocery store. Yeah. yeah. So we're talking with uh, Danny and David of Keikoa Foods, and we're going to give you an opportunity to let our listeners know where they can find mm -hmm. the product, but also find more information about it. And I've been posting <clears> some <throat> social media tags in a run up to this to this episode, but. We land the plane, as it were. We end the interview with a segment called Dadvice, Advice for Other Dads. You can take it any way you want, uh, and we'll get dadvice from the both of you. So whoever would like to go first. Sure. Um, yeah, so kind of what David mentioned earlier about sort of taking a moment and slowing down. Um, mm. I think, especially pre-pandemic, I felt like we were always running, right? So we were running for the train, dropping Paul at a daycare, 
running into the office, meeting, 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 running back home. And so there were these moments where I think I wasn't sort of stopping to think about, you know, what we have. Um, and, you know, for us, two men having a child, it was a, a journey. So I think just kind of taking that moment, just appreciating your kids and, and what you have there and, you know, taking a deep breath because, <laughs> uh, you know, mm -hmm. they can definitely wind you up. Uh, but, you know, you have to kind of take that moment to sort of just appreciate what you have and, and you know, the children that, they're, that are there in front of you and, and take that time to appreciate it. Mm -hmm. um, I think mine is uh, to step out of your normal brain, mm -hmm. uh, your normal adult brain, mm -hmm. because a lot of times, you know, you're going, you're doing your meetings, you're like, oh, I have to go to the grocery store, I have to do this around the house, I have to fix this, I have to mow the lawn. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, you know, Paul will say, hey, let's have a tickle fight. And, and I miss those days. You're, you're, you're thinking like, well, if I have a tickle fight, because then that's going to put me 30 minutes later, and I have this to do, and I have this to do, to just stop, mm -hmm. do, the, do that moment, have that moment. And, you know, obviously as, as kids get older, they're going to have their um, evolve of what they want to do, but mm -hmm. they pull you out of your normal daily routine. Just do it. Like, ha enjoy that time, because... You know, we've been talking about the silver linings of, of the pandemic, and that's one of those moments that I think that we need to really appreciate, because I certainly do, of being pulled out of my day-to-day, -day, and he yeah. does that, and it's so, so much fun. Great. Awesome. Got Danny and David here from Keikoa Foods. So like we said, we want to give you an opportunity to uh, tell our listeners where they can find the product, but also more information. So... What's a good place to start, guys? So, so going back to 2002, we have a website as well. <laughs> <laughs> but it's retro, uh, and retro is so in these days. It is so in. Yeah. So it's uh, Keikoa Foods, K-E-K-O-A-F-O-O-D-S.com. Mm -hmm. uh, we are available for sale on Amazon, um, so you can find us there or link through our website. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We'd love to hear from anybody, you know, fans. Uh, advice, maybe suggestions for new flavors, because uh, we are going to develop four new ones this year. Mm -hmm. So uh, any feedback, people. Oh, it could share. be like a content. Like I know Lay's potato chips. Didn't they have a contest? Some, of, you yeah. know, some new fangled flavor, and they put it out to the uh, consumer. That might be a great. Mm -hmm. uh, M&M's did a new color for the uh, M&M shell. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Actually, we are doing a contest right now. If anybody wants to tag uh, their little one enjoying their favorite Keikoa puree, mm -hmm. um, they can earn a chance to win a month's supply of Keikoa Foods delivered to their door. It's a good deal. Ooh. Yeah. It's a good deal. Just tag Ke yeah. uh, Keikoa Foods on Instagram. Yeah. So, so just by thinking of this, um, I thought about seniors. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, serious. No, we, yeah. that's, that's like something that we... Like Dollars Israel, because I, I used absolutely. to work in that world as a fundraiser. Mm. I would think, because many of them have to eat pureed food, mm -hmm. yeah. that, and I remember they used to puree hot dogs, which looked yeah. really gross. No, yeah. we... Yeah. yeah. And, and then it's like get, a double process. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No one needs that. Yeah. Especially... <laughs> yeah, that's got to be a huge market as well. Yeah. And at, at that, you know, usually at that stage, like, they're dealing with diabetes and other yeah. issues, so... We don't include any salt or sugar, so this would actually be. I mean, that's what I was throwing my work on your way. I just think what you have is a brilliant product. Yeah, right? I mean, just so glad that uh, my wife was the one who said, "Hey, got these guys on, yeah, neighbors." So I'm so glad you had a chance to come in. Absolutely, yeah, thank you to Jessica. Yeah, uh, that's and, great. Uh, and and come and talk. Um, let's land the plane then. Let's go. That's great, da Danny and David. Thank you so much from Keikoa Foods for being on Bad to the Dead. Yeah, thanks thank for having you. us. Thanks this for having us. Fun. Right, good luck with the endeavor. Thank you. Yes, good luck with Paul. Thanks. Thank you so much. <laughs> We are Bad to the Dad. Download us wherever you find podcasts. Bad to the Dad would like to recognize another sponsor. The northern New Jersey communities of Morris, Essex, and Union Counties have a lot to offer. Access to parks, recreation, sports, entertainment. Let's not forget some of the best school systems in the country and bus and train lines to New York City. And if you're looking for a home in Morris, Essex, or Union County, one realtor really stands out, and that is the Stan K Group, a Compass Realtor. They know the schools. They know the people. How? Because they live here too. They're raising kids here. And like you, they want the best life for their families. If you happen to be moving from Hoboken, Jersey City, or any of the five boroughs, the Stan K team has an active marketing plan designed just for you, for a quick, hassle-free experience. So whether you're looking at Montville or Montclair, Westfield or West Orange, before you go anywhere, go with Stan K.
contact agent Idan Karen at his email, idan.karen at compass.com. That's Idan spelled I-D-A-N dot Karen, K-E-R-E-N at compass.com. Or call Idan at 516-730-4726. We know Idan. We trust Idan. He's actually one of our neighbors. Call him at 516-730-4726. That's the Stan K Group, a Compass Realtor. are bad to the dad with coach randy and adam d want to thank danny and david of kikoa foods we're still talking about how fascinating this story is i mean a very different kind of baby fu- baby food yeah adventurous unusual ingredients for pureed food and the packaging is really cool it's it's portable but you know the story of what a yeah. fantastic story i am i am enamored by these these two guys yeah these, these two dads first of all uh we're so fortunate to uh, be in a neighborhood um, with individuals in our town, we our, our town so is so much just talent, so full of so many great dads, yeah. uh, inclusive of, of ourselves, of course. Well, starting with us, basically. Yeah. Hello, I mean, uh, hello. We are bad, bad to, to the, the dad. dad. You know, we did and create it. You know, we invented you know the Serving Dad Life. It's our tagline. Mm-hmm. It's been patented. It's been trademarked and copyrighted. We even have a character, Absolutely Bone Daddy, Bone right? Daddy. Like Becky Berman and her team. Den, you know, right. so we have all this stuff. Yeah. So clearly, we are bad to the dad. And we're on social media, so we're a thing. Absolutely, at Bad of the Dad, or contact us at Bad of the Dad. Or www.badofthedad.com. So you're following at home. But you know, we don't want to talk about us. Let's talk about them, right? right. I wonder what they thought about us, right? <laughs> but their they story, thought we were pretty damn cool. Yeah, no, the story is fantastic. Um, for me, I love when someone has an idea. And that's, I do believe that's an amazing part of our country is that if you have an idea, yeah. You can go with it. You don't actually need to have it. Yeah. Uh, and it takes drive determination. But their backgrounds, n- you would never know that they're, they're that they were going to be this when they were going to grow up. I mean, you got entertainment, you got education. Uh, I love the story Kakoa, the name. Yeah. What was it? Warrior. Brave, brave warrior. Brave warrior. Yeah. Uh, fantastic. Is the name that was given to their son by yeah. the community. Yep. Uh, middle name. Uh, yep. His middle name. Uh, and they're going with it. With just, and if you look at the packaging, it just talks about. We believe it'd be all inclusive. We're yes. Oh, this is what these are. This is true. What your child eats is what we feed our child, mm-hmm. and the, the ingredients. I'm, I'm going to tell you. I don't know how many little kids eat curry, but they they could have it now they and get it introduced to their palate. There's apple ginger. There is beets. Uh, whatever the beets, kale, and whatever. I mean, I'm I'm thinking. <laughs> I don't know. As an adult, I could eat it, but. Um, well, if you're in an adult living center, you well, probably could. Well, of course, and that's the whole point is that that's what they eat, so you <clears> might as well to feed them. Yeah. I think they're on to a huge idea. I really, I'm going to love watching this product uh, go and evolve. Uh, I mean, I can't imagine, you know, it's going to take time. You know, you got to build yeah, up the project. But, you know, you can foresee, you keep working hard. This piece is being picked up by some conglomerate, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Whole Foods, Costco. Well, they're organic, so I can totally yeah. see this product in... In Whole Foods, senior housing, seniors, yeah. not just this. It was really, really exciting. And, and if you're the social responsibility yeah. piece, you know, they're starting out with the YMCA in Newark, New Jersey, and you know, so to be able to, uh, and you have to pace yourself, ah. right? And they seem they're really smart, yeah. Um, and I'm so glad. Uh, shout out to my wife Jess for uh, for connecting yeah, us. She she booked this this yep. guest, these guests, and yeah. uh, the story about their son Paul and uh, the Nick uh, having a, a preemie. Uh, and being the NICU was scary for, yeah. I mean, I can't, I can't imagine um, what it was like to, to not necessarily know, but it sounds like he was quite the warrior. And still is, and is, is part of this whole warrior idea in, in, in adventurous food. So it was an adventure to get the company launched. Mm-hmm. It's an adventure to keep it going. And of course, the ingredients are rather adventurous. So uh, we thank Danny and David for telling us their story and telling us about Kikoa Foods. And of course, at Kikoa Foods on social media is one place where you can find out more information and uh, I think we're going to cross promote each other which is great I love that we're now finding new friends that we can help out and they will do the same for us and I think that's what our community does Mm -hmm. so 
Next week, we've got episode number nine. We just keep number this train nine, rolling. Number nine, number yeah. nine, number nine. Hard to believe we're just a few episodes away from, from the end. And, you know, of course, we'll talk about what we do in the off season. But uh, I have my, my old friend, David Brecker. Tell me about David Brecker. So David Brecker, so he and I were baritone saxophonists in high school. <laughs> I was chair one, he was chair two. When I left, he got to be chair one. Mm-hmm. Um, again, you know, kooky, wacky, sense of humor. He's a really fun, funny dad. Mm-hmm. But he started his own business, like like Danny and David, yeah. but in a completely different industry. Telepromptering. You know about the teleprompter? Well, I Randy? know what a teleprompter is. I didn't realize there was such a, a, a market need yeah. for teleprompters. Well, there's so much... TV out there, right? Mm-hmm. There's so many talk shows. There's so many um, types of programming that require monologues. Mm-hmm. So what he does is, you know, he has a team of people who operate teleprompters, but I think he also uh, has a teleprompter product. Mm-hmm. So he, he does this for like Jimmy Fallon and other talk show hosts. So he's probably got some stories in the oh, industry. Oh, we like people like that. Yep. He can name drop for us. I hope he does. <laughs> hope he does. But, uh, you know, just... I see the kind kind of dad he is on social media. He he travels and he always tries to find the the weird and bizarre. And, and we're kind of weird and I bizarre. Think, I so think he's a he'll fit right guest. in. I think he'll fit right in. David Brecker, uh, teleprompter guy. Yeah. Uh, it's funny his his company is called Prompt and Circumstance. That's very clever. Yeah, he's a clever dude. Yeah, he's a clever Prompt dude. Prompt and Circumstance. Prompt and Circumstance. So he's mm-hmm. always a very energetic guy and always. Loved uh, spending time with him in high school, so we'll see what he's like as an adult. Probably not much different. Mm -hmm. And that's coming up next week on Bad to the Dad. Hey, dads, listeners, thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. Stay Bad to the Dad. (laughs) 